1: Pennsylvania Congressman calls for investigation into explicit books circulating in school libraries State delegation asks if books depicting sex toy use are appropriate for public uh. school children James are these books appropriate for public school children
2: no have you ever seen so I see the the images on the screen is of the book gender queer have you ever seen this book we yes mm-hmm. I go around and tell people people are like what can I do and I'm like get buy a copy of that book show it to parents carry, carry it around and show it to people in real life. Because when you see it, it's on the internet. It's like, whoa. When you see it in physical form, you're like, oh my gosh, that book is nowhere near. Do you, I mean, I don't know what I can say on this. Say whatever the fuck you want. All right, so <laughs> shit piss, fuck cunt cocksucker motherfucker. All right, yeah, yeah all okay, way. groomer. So, <laughs> uh, so there's a uh, there there's a there's a, a scene in this cartoon book where it literally is having two teenagers discuss the idea of tasting their vagina slime. Yeah. Yes, that's the it. words, the vagina fuck? slime. There's a another scene where, the the sex toy use is is actually one teenager wearing a strap on dildo and another teenager performing oral sex on that dildo. Yep. And this why not we is, just pull
1: up the pictures yeah. uncensored on the uncensored show? And so, so for the so look, this is not family friendly. Right? You guys know that.
2: Do you it, know about the family friendly too? The what? Come back to family friendly. Okay, we'll get all back right. am
1: oh So nervous queer. now. Yeah.
2: Look, we got to order like ten copies.
1: Amazon says. It is for
0: 18 and up only. That's I don't think right. you can buy it on Amazon anymore, can you? Let's see, where's, uh. So I know that
2: I got, like, suspended from Instagram for sharing a picture from it. Dude, they're, a, they're, like,
0: running out of stock. We should get,
1: like, ten of Here's this. one of them where, you know, they're making out and groping each other. They re released it. The book. Check the this book? out. They, with, with what? A with,
0: memoir deluxe edition. They've re released it on July 5th.
1: Oh, oh a deluxe great. edition. that me? That edition. just sounds
3: odd. Oh, here I it is. It
0: deluxe. It's, it's kind of hard to see. <laughs>
1: Maybe but uh, I'm
0: wondering if they're going to remove a couple of the key points that have we have talked about. Here, here you yeah. go. We there never it is. did that. This is, is it. So, so here's the thing. Yeah, right. This is an internet image. But
1: imagine having the physical book. But the problem is, you buy the book, you're giving this person money. Mm-hmm. I, that's yeah. why I haven't
0: done it yet. I yeah. almost want to buy and show it to my mom, but I'm like, I'm not spending 25 bucks on this. But trash. look,
1: it's a picture of a fucking blowjob, and they're giving it to kids. And and strange? whenever whenever they try to show this stuff in these hearings, they get shut down. Like you can't say that stuff here.
3: There are children if here. you can't say it there, <laughs> why can't we put it on the shelves of public school libraries? It doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, this stuff's not appropriate for kids, man. That's like, so no, there's a there was. Well, I was mentioning this on the main show. There was a a birth control like diesterithol, or I can't remember the, what the word is. But uh, this PhD guy says that women who were taking it and became pregnant without realizing and kept taking it, the drug had a masculinizing effect on the brains of female fetuses. When those babies were born and they were they were they were, they were tracked over their life, oh yeah, it, they found that these women preferred the company of women and didn't and were were masculinized. Interesting, yeah, they were so they were like male male brain. So I think one of the problems is with all the trans stuff is that we've got hormones in the water, we've got endocrine disruptors, uh, PCBs, what are those? Um, polychloral biphenols uh, or something, yeah, something That's like modern. that. Sounds right. And uh, uh, um, and phthalates and they're fucking up people's hormones and development. And I wonder if what's happening now is, like, you've got kids who are being born, having developed in the fetus with endocrine disruptors, and it's fucking them up.
2: That's possible. It's not impossible for sure. Um, I'd also know that they are pressuring. So here's here's an example of, of something that Mao did. Uh, Mao created identity categories for people. He called them the red categories for right. communism and black communism for fascism. And uh if you were a black identity category, then uh, he would bully your kids. Your kids were black identities by proxy. And if you join the revolutionary movement, you got your red identity. If you turned in your parents, you got your red identity. And he treated the red identity kids, they get to wear a special thing, and they get to have better lunches, you know, different treatment. And so what you have going on is this relentless bullying, especially of younger white girls, about their racial identity. And then you give them, you dangle out this idea of – Transition or going non-binary as a resolution. It gives them a a black identity to red identity transition. Um, And so there is this, not just a kind of contagion, but a social pressure being induced by the combination of critical race theory and gender theory. Here's this thing you can't escape that makes you implicitly complicit with badness, and here's this place you can go that makes you good. And then what do they do? They write articles. I just saw one the other day, like a couple weeks ago, that was the long racist history of tomboys. So now you can't be a tomboy, you gotta transition. And then there's this huge rant, it went viral on Twitter right before I got kicked out, where it was, uh, non binary is not for white people. Because it upholds the idea of the gender binary somehow, and that's a racist idea, blah, 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 blah.
1: You gotta span new to your kids to prevent overpopulation.
2: Well, yeah, that's, is that in here? What's up with this? No, but we got, we got, we got it, we got
1: it, let's pull this up. Um, in this book, Gender Queer, it says, when I finally got old enough to not be embarrassed talking about the stuff with my sister. The sister says, it really never occurred to you to put something into your vagina, not even a finger. It really didn't. So you've never tasted yourself. What? No. Ew. Wait, you have? Haha. Of course. You should try it. And so, vagina slime. It's fucking what, disgusting. What, what, is that what it's
3: so called? I, That's not I, what it's called, I, No, first it's not what it's called. What's <laughs> not the <laughs> medical term? Well, we'll just clarify here.
0: If you want to make young boys afraid of girls, tell them that shit. And if you want to make girls uh, fear their own bodies, tell them that shit. That is yeah. fucking disgusting.
3: It's so gross, man.
2: Yeah, man, this book's messed up. I'm telling you. Yeah. And this is just one. I, I actually talked to a, a woman when I was in Florida last month who is um, – no, when I was in D.C., uh, also, last month, I go to many places who's making a database of all these books, and she said there are over a thousand mm-hmm. of these Shit. completely inappropriate books already you know out there published. I um, think it's including really... drag queen books and, mm-hmm. and all this oh, yeah
3: yeah, I think it's really messed up that the reason that they say we need to have these books on the shelves is to show kids like role models and people who might be experiencing the things they are experiencing, but I do not believe this author you know lives a well-adjusted life and so why would you hold this person up as a role model this book is the- not a healthy way to talk to teenagers about anything
2: you see we have a name for it it's called the cycle of abuse mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, unfortunately um yeah and then this gets sold like i said you know as we come back to the family friendly and the drag queens i i don't know did you know that there's academic papers about drag queens in schools believe it mm-hmm. or not there are of course there are and in major journals like Curriculum Inquiry, which is a major education curriculum journal, they cite um, them. Well, this is written by one of the drag queens. I want to read this actually if I can read a whole paragraph on yeah, your show. Yeah, uh, this is uh, about family friendliness. This is in the conclusion part at the beginning of the conclusion of a paper called "Drag Pedagogy" by the by a trans person by the name of Harper Keenan, who's an education scholar and a drag queen that does drag queen story hours by the name of Lil Miss Hot Miss. No, no lie. Uh, that's what the name on the, on the paper is: is "Little Miss Hot Mess." Hmm. Um, but as drag, are you so
3: proud of academia? Oh my God, you <laughs> so tell, proud! Like
2: I said, I'm a little <laughs> bit embarrassed of the, the doctorate thing. Uh, as drag has moved further into the mainstream, some have questioned whether this queer art form has lost its edge. In discussing the work of drag queen Story Hour within our social circles, we have occasionally encountered critiques that drag queen Story Hour is sanitizing the risqué nature of drag in order to make it family friendly. That's in quotes. We do not share this pessimistic view. Queer world-making, including political organizing, there's a point in and of itself, has long been a project driven by desire. It is in part enacted through art forms like fashion, theater, and drag. We believe that Drag Queen Story Hour offers an invitation toward deeper public engagement with queer cultural production, particularly for young children and families. It may be that Drag Queen Story Hour is, quote, family-friendly, In the sense that it is accessible and inviting to families with children, but it is less a sanitizing force than it is a a preparatory introduction to alternate modes of kinship. Here, Drag Queen Story Hour is, quote, family friendly in the sense of, quote, family as an old school queer code to identify and connect with other queers on the street. Now, I ask you, how in the universe is that not grooming? Is that not literally the definition of grooming? It's to introduce it, yeah. people into sexual themes in order to pull them away from their family to connect with other queers on the street as an alternate mode of kinship. Yeah. What on I mean, a-
3: that's the term chosen family, right? We hear this a lot with people Correct. who have, uh, you know, coming out stories, whether it's gay, bisexual, lesbian, or transgender. They say, well, the, really, the thing is you have to find your chosen family. You have to find people who accept you the way you are. Yeah. And I think that there is some darkness. I, I worked for an all-girls boarding school for a minute, and they, are, they would have this uh, weekly meeting and you would have like a senior give a speech, and it would be about anything, a service trip they have been on. And one that really struck me was a girl who said, and this was like a school that cost $60,000 a year to go to, and she said, you know, I'm really grateful to be here. I've made lifelong friendships, good to hear. Uh, and no one i I, every time i go home for break i i hate it and i i want to come back so badly because my family will never understand me like the people here Mm. they will never accept me the way i am and i just ultimately feel like this is my true chosen family and i want to say like how much are your parents spending on your education and you are going to leave this school and they are actually your true support system and you have decided you are so isolated from them. It it was just a really strange place to be. The school also struggled with um, how to handle a number of students who came out as transgender because it was an all-girls female school where the dorms were built into one building, so Hmm. where do you house transgender students? I mean, it was like an endless complication and really ultimately I think would harm what at one point would be considered a very feminist institution.
1: Have you seen this story, James? so sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law, See terms and Conditions, eighteen plus. Jazz Jennings calls out legislators for banning her children's book. The book is about identity. It's called I Am Jazz. And it's oh, uh it's it's banned and morbidly obese Jazz Jennings. Uh uh Jazz hmm. came out and said, Stop banning my book. Um say gay.
2: Mm. Your book is, uh, is, what is that, what you said? That's what the shirt says. says. Oh, right, right, right. Say Gay Trans. When we were in uh, Tampa for Moms for Liberty, the Democrats literally, the Florida DNC had their annual convention across the street. So there's this conflict of protesters. (laughs) Then they were literally outside with bullhorns. And the person with the bullhorn was screaming, what do we say? And like 100 people were like, gay. What do we say? Gay. For like an hour. Because they're in a cult and they don't actually know what they're talking about. That's total cult behavior. So uh, is, look.
1: I I wish Jazz the best. You know, I want this individual to be happy. But I think you've got a serious problem when Jazz was seven, Uh when they decided that Jazz was trans. Seven-year-olds can't consent. And then Jazz underwent puberty blockers and hormone therapy. And then what happened was when Jazz got older and wanted gender-affirming surgery on their lower parts, there weren't any because puberty blockers prevented their development. And uh, uh, Jazz eventually became depressed and morbidly obese mm. and is still particularly obese, but is, is working on getting their weight down. Yo, know, I wouldn't wish this life on anybody. Nope. No. So, you know, my, my thing is, like, I, I want Jazz to get better and to be happy, but I would not prescribe this to another person. It's, it, it's, it's, it's not it doesn't work is this what you want for your kids
2: so is this on the learning channel is that the TLC mm-hmm. so do is it just me or do I feel like the learning channel is exploiting this story to make its, its profit yep. too
3: with Jazz's parents consent right they also profited off having their child be a national spectacle for years
1: yeah Jazz said that uh, initially they liked uh, that they liked boys um, but then went through the puberty age and then said Jazz said that they thought they were they were pansexual and I'm like, I think the reality is you're completely asexual mm-hmm. because you're, you know, a eunuch. And Lupron, yeah. you are chemically castrated you.
3: completely lonely. Like you have no idea who's going to accept you because you are so internally in turmoil.
1: There's no, there's no, I, I, I don't believe it's possible to feel sexual attraction after going through these medical treatments. There was, do you, you see that, that those doctors speaking in that viral video where they were like, when we gave puberty blockers to young boys, they became unable to experience sexual arousal or orgasm later in life? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I think that was, uh, there was, I don't know if they were talking, I think they're, they're talking about males that got it, that, you know, later on left. Uh, jazz will never feel, you know, romantic love or attraction or anything like that. that that's been taken away through drugs. I don't, I don't think these parents realize this. I think a lot of these parents just do what what, what is deemed, you know, acceptable by the machine. Well,
0: jazz might feel romance, but not, er- no. maybe you're saying erotic love, not going to feel erotic. They're not going to
1: feel romantic love. They're not going to feel any kind of emotional attraction to another person. I don't...
0: Why? Why would you think that?
1: Because that's a component of puberty. You can feel familial love, but you're not going to feel maybe companionate love, but not romantic or sexual. Those... Like, romantic love is a chemical reaction in your brain, similar to addiction, that is triggered when you're bonding with another person for evolutionary reasons procreation not every person who experienced that is 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 for those reasons but if you don't go through puberty you're not going to have that your body will not do that
0: Hmm. i don't know i don't know the uh i don't want to like i don't want to curse this person i'm not trying
1: to curse them you know but that book that book is a is is a curse that book i am jazz is to
2: destroy the lives of children Mm -hmm. that's what i think these books are for mm. and these things are horrifying
3: I also can't imagine, like, what this person is already depressed and suffering, and if they were ever to come out and say, like, I regret this, I I am unhappy with the way my life has turned out, having all these decisions made for me, or because... I theoretically wanted them you know there's so much pressure to be like you are a young transgender icon and if you regret it then you call into question our whole philosophy oh yeah
2: that's that person Jazz is trapped in having to to perform this role for. Forever. I mean they w- will be destroyed mm-hmm. if uh, and I, I
1: I think that's why Jazz became very very depressed and started eating became morbidly obese and then dropped out of school yeah
2: this is the, a, this the, just a sad story the, the thing is is this is what I worry about, is when there's a very small proportion of trans people who, I th- actually, whatever the cause, maybe they are made through, you know, whatever hormone disruption or whatever it is. Or maybe it just happens sometimes or whatever. I think that there's a relatively small proportion of the population for whom, as adults, transition is the best option to deal with the set of cards that they have in their hand. And bless them, I hope they get the best and I hope it works out for them. I know people in this category, I believe. And then there are people, that are being dragged into something or they're trying to solve some other problem in their life and this is not the way that it needs to be dealt with. And when you start kind of like pulling people into it and saying, hey, look, this is this is something you could do without telling them that, by the way, this only works for a very small percentage of the population that undergoes it and it's catastrophic for this other percentage of the population, oh, yeah. that you're doing something fundamentally evil there. Um,
1: look Look at this. It says uh, from I am Jazz from the time she was two years old, Jazz knew she had a girl's brain in a boy's body. Well, how did she know? She loved pink and dressing up as a mermaid and didn't feel like herself in boys' clothing. So you're saying that because of social construct stereotypes, she needed surgery? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. This confused her family until they took her, to, took her to a doctor who said that Jazz was transgender and that she was born that way. Jazz's story is based on her real-life experience, and she tells it in a simple, clear way that a that will be appreciated by picture book readers their parents and their teachers so um if you're an adult man who likes dressing up like a mermaid and um being flamboyant and wearing makeup does that mean that you don't like having sex with women of course not you could be a flamboyant cross-dresser who likes banging women well here harry styles just got
3: accused of queer baiting because of the way he dresses he's very flamboyant and they're like well you're appropriating gay culture you're just trying so, to make people interested in you because, because you gay. Because
1: jazz preferred certain social stereotypes, they decided to castrate. And it was a fucking male. doctor that
0: did it. Yeah. A mm-hmm. doctor was like your kid Yeah, it's pink, funny so because you're...
2: in the previous thing you had up there, it was like, a doctor assigned me a sex yeah. at birth. Mm-hmm. Assigned me male at birth or whatever. I might have it backwards. Assigned. So a doctor assigned this, but then the doctor that uh, initiates this process didn't assign, assign. a you know, doomsday sentence on the person.
1: They, they genuinely think that when you're born, you have
2: no gender. And the doctor goes, I am
1: going to turn you into a
0: girl. Dude. Ah, and
1: they're then like, society ah. reifies it. it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse with family
0: Uh, maybe we need to do away with human doctors and just use ai because this is fucking insane that people's (laughs) emotions can get into their doctoring yo i would love we we need we need production value
1: to do these bits because it would be funny if like there's like a a a baby's born or like there's a kid and the kid says to the robot like i'm actually not a boy incorrect you are a boy it's like no i'm a girl i want girl incorrect you are a boy breathe deeply no. So there was a story I read a while ago about a uh, trans woman and uh, got sick or something, collapsed because there's a lot of problems that happen with, like, blood congealment or something. with, And the doctors didn't know that it was a male. And there's uh, serious medical implications for what medications they can give a male to or a female. And so they were like, it, it just caused some kind of, like, issue. And they're like, wait a minute, this person's male? Like, we can't give them this drug? Holy fuck. So... I find this fascinating about what they're doing is that anybody who actually looks at the science and the law knows full well there are distinct differences between males and females. And it's not about social constructs like um 1983, I think it was, when they finally passed a law saying drugs had to be clinically trialed on males and females separately because certain drugs don't work they don't work on each other the same way
3: there's this really interesting book called the female brain and it was written by a neurobiologist who said for decades medical science would just consider women physiologically small men Mm -hmm. and they would throw them out during studies like not throw the women out but like throw the data from women out because they're like i don't know why they just cause errors so we'll just study it this way and it took them like i can't i don't want to misquote it but i think it was until like the 1960s for people to start being like oh no women just they function differently. They have different hormones and they go through physiologically different changes than men. And the book is really fascinating because it talks about the hormone shifts that impact the brain throughout um, different ages like that women go through. But I think this what transgenderism is doing is regressing us back to being like, no, none of this matters. And really all of it is kind of blurred and there's no actual physical implications of gender. Like, yes, there are. Whenever they try to tease out, well, well, there's gender and then there's sex. And those are different things. Like you are just setting yourself up for a life of uh, misery because you're not going to be able to ever get accurate treatment because you're not accepting the way you are.
2: Have you ever read like stories of, um, especially female to male transition where they wrote their blogs and they get put on testosterone and they're like, "Holy shit. Mm -hmm. They're like, I would fuck a doorknob. Like I can't (laughs) stop focusing on one thing all day long. And they want to punch people in the face. And they want to punch people in the face. But the thing is, is like testosterone makes you. In addition to those things, makes you feel really good. Mm-hmm. And so, what's going to happen? you're going to inject some people with testosterone. They're two months in, and they're going to go write a blog and tell other it's kids like how awesome they feel. They finally feel, get to feel themselves, but they're high on they're high on T. <laughs> Like, I mean,
3: people who start taking SSRIs, like antidepressants, will also experience a high, right? And yeah. feel like, this is the best thing ever. I've been missing it. But eventually, your body levels out, and it doesn't al- it's not always the case. Yeah,
0: it turns
2: out not to be that good.
3: Yeah, not great.
2: Unlike uh, your album, this is not good. <laughs> I,
3: so yeah. I really want to put your quote on the album. I love that quote. Which one? I just... Uh, it's a, it's a good song. I like it. James so it's got to go on
0: the billboard in Times yeah. Square. Yeah. I like your song. I like your song. It was a good one. That's actually it's, that it's that a would, good that's, one. That's a, that would be that. awesome. Put that on the billboard in Times Square. So
1: here's here's what I think too about all this cultural stuff. We have we have a Times Square. We have two of the biggest billboards in Times Square right now. Yeah, it's all the chicken. Fucking massive, ninety six feet. And there's two of them. They're synchronized side side by side with the building in the middle. I I don't understand why the Daily Wire doesn't do similar things for cultural dominance. Yeah, because it's right up their alley. They should, they could. We teamed up on the Taylor Lorenz thing. Yeah. But um, I I genuinely think that conservatives do not understand why they're losing the culture war. They don't have a clue, man. Mm -mm. I went to this uh, thing in Austin with a bunch of big tech billionaires. Like, these are Elon Musk's friends and stuff like that. And they were talking about the need for technology to help fight back. And then I was with Michael Malice, and I was just like, no, you guys are wrong. You need to give Michael Malice $5 million and tell him to have fun. You need to just give, Michael, here's an unlimited budget, do stuff. That's what you need. Michael is a cultural force. Yeah, They're spending so much time worried about, like, can we make a tech platform? If Elon Musk buys Twitter and it's like, well, sure. If you buy a $44 billion tech platform, you can control the rules on the platform. We agree on that. But you're not convincing 16-year-olds to, 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 you know, in two years, they're going to be voting. You're not convincing them of shit because, because you got Twitter. They're not on Twitter. They're on TikTok. TikTok's controlled by China. You want to win, you need to change culture because culture is more important. Yep. How do you do it? Well, that like the Daily Wire. What did they do? And with all due respect, they hired a bunch of conservative commentators to give conservative commentary. But I'm like, it's all the same.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Like if you've listened to one, you've listened to them all. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're talking about news. So we're doing, we're, we're going nowhere near that. All the shows we're launching are cultural. So for those that are members that are listening, this is this is kind of what we're doing, like Cast Castle comedy. Yeah. And then what do we do? We had uh, Lauren Southern riding riding electric motorcycles. We have um, Marjorie Taylor Greene doing a bit. We had Jack Pasobek. Did you see the bit we did with him? No, I need to check that out. Uh, Chris is worried because he's like, "Have you seen a box?" And Miracle's like, "No." And he's like, "Oh," and he's like, and then he's on the phone with Jack and he's like, "Yeah, but you got to get here quick, man, because we don't, we don't have much time." Then Jack rides up on a bike with a little wagon, and he goes ring ring with a little bike, and <laughs> then he, and then he goes special delivery just got him from got got him out of mar-a-lago just in time and then when you open the wagon you can see scripts for tim cast irl that's hilarious and then my brother brings up he's like, here are the scripts and i'm like all right let's do this read we only got a couple hours and that's the gag like it's yeah. all scripted the goal there is creating comedy that's apolitical humanizes these ca- figures that the media has tried to demonize no 100 percent. we're doing that with marjorie taylor green we're going to do that with you being up on times square billboards normies are going to be walking by and be like oh that guy yeah and that's what we want to do we don't want to go up to people and be like, politics, trans kids. I want to be like, check out this song, have yeah. a beer.
2: Do so you remember that old, uh, that old thing on King of the Hill where Hank Hill meets his neighbor, uh, was it Khan or whatever? Yeah. And so so it's So are like, you Chinese or Japanese? That's right. And he's like, I'm Laotian from Small Island Lock like Nation. I yeah, love yeah. <laughs> And he's like, Uh, okay, so are you Chinese or are you Japanese? Yeah. Right? It's the same thing. You go up to a conservative and it's like, culture war, and they're like, So like, economics or politics yep every single time but you go up to a normie uh so this is a story i like to
1: tell a friend of mine in new york a good guy um we were hanging out late at night getting chicken wings love a good chicken wing yeah and i told him you know people are calling me right wing but it's like my politics are actually traditional left like i'm pro-choice like I'm progressive tax all that stuff um you know but I say things like, hey, the Democrats are trying to pass a bill that would legalize abortion up to the point of birth. I oppose that. And then he goes, yeah, but they're not doing that. And I'm like, no, they, they are. And mm-hmm. he's like, really no are. way, dude. They're not doing that. And I'm like, okay, bro. And I pulled up the bill and I handed my phone to him and he's reading it. And he goes, no, 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 no. I, I got to look into this. This, this doesn't seem right. And then I was like, dude, look at what the URL says. Gov track or it's like dot gov Congress. I'm showing you the bill, dude. Yeah. Like we're friends. I'm yeah. not making this up. Yeah. And then he was like, I, I need to look into that. That, that, that. Why would they do that? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't care. I'm against it. When I saw that, I said, no. They called me right wing for saying that. Yeah. That's what's happening. That's so, exactly what's happening. It Hits me all the time. If you go up to a guy like that, who's a good guy, who is listening to me, who is my friend, and just doesn't know, and you walk up to him and start saying here's the full 300 page book by james Lindsay explaining the hegelian dialectic and critical race theory or whatever yeah they're gonna go what you gotta walk up to them and be like check out this jam bro yeah do, no do, kidding do, 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 do. and they're like i like this song come over here and hang out with us while we jam and skateboard yeah i'll do that hey here's a funny joke whoa that's cool also here's a bill where they're trying to legalize abortion to birth wait what
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. You got to you gotta bring them over. and No, and, and, I, I feel you 100%. It's,
3: sometimes I feel like conservatives only know how to take the fight to the uh, battlefield they think that they're on. So, like, they know CNN is bad, so they're going to make their own version of CNN that's different. But for the most part, people actually don't want another CNN that's just on the opposite spectrum. They right. want something else. And that's what I think is really interesting about this company is, like, we want disruptive media, but it's not just to insert politics into everything. It's just yeah. to make new culture and cultural alternatives to things that already exist. A really yep. good
1: example of the short-sightedness of the conservatives is when Ben Shapiro said facts don't care about your feelings and got like 200,000 retweets. I, I, I didn't. I, I guess I should have tweeted it, but my response was feelings don't care about your facts. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. exactly true. They're, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're too magisteria in some sense. But conservatives don't get it. They're yep. sitting there going like, mm, I, I, listen, listen to your folks, like, the, the issue is very simple. Like, We have a fact, the fact is true, and if you don't buy it by it, it's not going to work. And it's like, it may be the case that truth matters, like for sure, that there is a truth. But people are still going to throw bricks through your window because they believe bullshit or because they're angry. And you think telling an angry person the truth will convince them to stop throwing bricks through your window? Mm-hmm. Sorry, that ain't going to happen. You have to just convince them that they're better off with you. So um, Pete Parada did drums for us. I, it's a dream come true to have the Offsprings, uh, former Offspring drummer be, to, to be writing drums for my music. Cause it's like, wow. And when I was a kid, I used to listen to the Offspring all the time. Taylor Silverman. She, uh, you know, she spoke up about the trans, you, you know, Taylor's story. Uh, no, but... she's a skateboarder competing. And then a transgender Oh yeah, 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 yeah. person won. And then she complained about it and she's been speaking up. Yeah. Yeah. I, and so I was like, story. you're hired. We need someone who's going to run the skateboard stuff for us, help put together the shop, be involved and bring some energy and skate. So here's a job.
0: The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Guess what? When you speak up and speak out and challenge the machine, we're not going to leave you hanging. Pete Parada could not get the vaccine, so they fired him. I was like, dude, we will hire you in two seconds if you're if you're willing. We need people who, like Nickelback, who are scared to say they like Nickelback, to be like, you mean I can express that I like Nickelback if I work at your company? Yeah, we don't care if you like Nickelback, dude. We're not going to rag on you for liking something. I don't like Nickelback. That's fine. If you like it, you're allowed to. I'm not going to make fun of you for it. That's what, that's what we need to create.
2: I 100% agree. So, I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, that's the path to victory. Yeah. Speaking of, since you mentioned uh, bills in, in Congress, I'll, I'll, I'll throw out something fun here, but I won't get specific, so it's extra fun. Okay. I wrote one. Oh, really? Nice. I wrote one. I, I, do, I Do I know which one it was? Probably. You could guess. There's not that the many. The Marjorie stories. Taylor Green felonizing? Incorrect. That is oh, not the okay. one. Oh, okay. No, Marjorie is a force of nature, and I would take nothing <laughs> away from her whatsoever. Uh, I did not write that one. No. But I have actually, I did actually write a bill. Um, Can you tell us which one? Yeah. No? I will sometime. Oh, was it not introduced yet? It has been, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. But I like to let, let people have a scavenger hunt.
0: What, how do you do it? You just say, hey, I know how to do it. I know the structure of the paper. No, I was
2: talking to a friend of mine. He's a congressman. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, uh, what what kind of ideas you know could we do? And we're tossing around different ideas. We're kind of doing more stuff. Definitely. <laughs> we're, we're total bros. <laughs> and so uh, I was like, you know, it would be kind of fun to do this thing. And he was like, "Wow, could you help me draft it?" So on my flight home from the thing I was at, I typed it out on my phone and Thomas the, Massey. They cleaned it cleaned it up, and uh, next thing you know, he's they proposed. Yeah, who's they? they well, it's like it his up. team. His, yeah, his his office. Oh, his lawyers to make sure. So it's sure a guy. It so it's a guy. Yeah, it is a guy. <laughs> Thomas Massey.
0: That's who I'm I, I haven't met Thomas was. yet. Oh, oh you no, should. He's I, great.
2: I know. We were going to meet at the exact same thing, but he was still on his "I won't fly with a mask" policy. Adam Kinsinger. I haven't met this Kinsey. Kinsey. No, no. He's a Republican. Your other best friend? You know? Yeah, he's a Republican. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a
1: Republican. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> not for much longer. He's re- he's he's been gerrymandered out. They fired him. Shucks. Yep. The Democrats. That's that, that's that's the reward he gets for him going after Trump. They cut him from the state. Yep. What a loser. Shucks. But the, here's the issue: people like Kinzinger does what he does because he fe- he fears being on the quote unquote wrong side of history.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's they, it. That's the thing. That's actually, that's Hegel religion right there. It's right and wrong side of history. Yep. That's, and it's funny
1: when the left yells that, you're on the wrong side of history, man. It's like, I don't give a fuck what the fuck you think, dude.
2: Like it's, history is a is a a purpose trajectory yeah. that will judge you at its end. That's literally a religious belief about history. That's why they talk about the god of history when, it's they, like when they talk about Hegel.
1: The wrong side of history is just about who ultimately gets to write the books, dude. That's about
2: it. Well, it's they, you know, they feel entitled. Who we were talking but, about,
1: but but it's like also like, why would I care? You know, like if I believe what I believe, and then I look into a crystal ball and I see a hundred years in the future, everybody thinks I'm a fucking idiot. I'll be like, okay, well, I don't like those people. I don't care what they think about me in the future. Yeah, they don't.
2: They but it, don't know.
0: It's important though, because like Jesus, you could argue was on the wrong side of history because they manipulated his story and used him to control people with the church. And like he, I don't think he would be happy with what they've done. Business, like they turned it into a. I business. think Seamus would agree with you. Yeah, it's piss poor. So that, if he could have somehow made sure that his image didn't get twisted somehow, that and they well, could see clearly what was happening, I think it would be a better story. Well,
1: all that stuff, man. You know, these things happen. And but it's it's you, important you, you why know. we need
0: to control the history books. We need yeah. some access to decentralized or at least you transparent media need to win. And the way we win, what is winning it, though, winning Secretly is storing data in orbit. No, having your
1: influence overwhelm the influence of those who are bad or harmful or manipulative or just downright evil or whatever. So if in 20 years, the things we're working on, if in 20 years, you know, I'm I'm going to be late fifties and Tim cast is bigger than Disney. That's winning. Young people want to be like us. They want to emulate us. They want to be more like you. They want to have rocks. They want to talk about crystals and DMT. That's winning when you've inspired other people to be better people. If the evil people win, there's going to be a whole bunch of lobotomized, sterilized people who are going to be screaming and begging for death. And that's a horrifying reality.
0: I've got a feeling that there's there's no winners or losers. There never was and there never will be psychologically. Losers. But like like we've talked about the left a lot today and how like you were just talking about how the conservatives tend to react or they're the reactionaries if they just say, hey, CNN's bad. Let's make our own. But like what? Why is this idea of leftism so? So prevalent and so I don't know, what, ca- what do chaotic mean? and destructive Like it's this force that's always there In reality, there's a changing mechanism That we would consider the left
1: It's it's uh, not though, I mean, it, the, the left is, an, is, is a term that emerged from the French Revolution
0: But they were like the, the ones that
1: wanted
2: to change system. And, I mean, and The system This was, is why, because that's the dialectic you were asking me about before So with the dialectic The original hypothesis of the world Is what we have right now And so then they propose a change And then when they get the change, you have a new thing and they're not happy. You have the new right wing. You have the new state of the world, which is the intrinsically right wing. So they propose a new radical change. And then they're not happy when they get it. So they have to propose a new radical change. And this is, the dialectic is always that you throw out something in opposition to that which is. That which is is your starting point. That's as if we were like Bayesian statistical people, we'd say that's your, that's your priors. So that's, but that's the right wing. That's the thing people want to conserve. They want to keep the world kind of like it is. And then, and I'm not saying that this is the way that it is. I'm saying this is the way the dialectical belief is. So they propose an antagonism to, an antagonism to that. That's why it's destructive. They want to tear down that which is so that they can implement something new. And when they get that new thing, immediately they're dissatisfied with it. Immediately. So for an example, we just had this Inflation Reduction Act, which was obviously not an Inflation Reduction Act at all. It was Build Back Better with, with well, a new pair of pants on. And so they get it in Vox. The next day publishes an article that says, well, we got all this stuff with this environmental plan, but it doesn't talk about how environmentally damaging beef is with a big picture of a hamburger. Let's go after the beef industry. And so the second they get what they want, that's the right wing now. They don't have what they want. They have to go do something else. Did you
0: notice how now they're saying that Trump rushed the vaccine? It's like now now they're going to start doing the vaccines were bad narrative. They hurt a lot of people and Trump pushed it. I
1: couldn't. I, I saw that story and I was like, already? they were like trump rushed uh, um uh was it said like he he rushed through untested treatments including the first vaccine by putting pressure on the fda or whatever mm-hmm. this is the precursor to
2: the vaccines hurt people and it's trump's fault that's right and i think we probably talked about it last time I was here is like this is something everybody see like everybody who's it's, got the, their it's, eyes it's, open they've seen this this the meme coming forever the
1: meme of it's like first it's not happening yeah. then it's if if it's not but if it was it's a good thing anyway then yeah. like find out the bottom it's like it happened and it was good yeah, I and mean, this is, you know, and it's,
2: there's always that, and it was somebody else's fault
1: Yeah, part of the program.
0: So when they, f- when people throughout history have fought against the, the coming dialectic, what is the best way to counter that or prevent it or is it always inevitable throughout the history of time?
2: Yeah, I, actually what Tim was saying is sort of the thing is that you have to, I mean, this is what the religions are about avoid the temptation of Satan, avoid the temptation, avoid the temptation. Uh, you actually have to have people who are generally good people, or in our case, you know, that value liberty and freedom or whatever. I think that's our kind of binding, binding, uh, you know, value, no matter whether we're left or right, that, that we believe in, in liberty. And you have to get them to sway enough people not to get sucked into the, the pit of what we were talking about, the abuse cycle of, you know, I'm entitled to a better world, so I get to destroy the world that is, so I can have a better one.
1: I want you to think about 2024, the elections coming up. And what do you think happens if they do push the narrative that the vaccines were bad, and that they were rushed through? It was Trump's plan. It was Operation Warp Speed, and we all had we put our faith in the man. And they're going to say things like, you know, look, Trump had his problems, but when he was working on these vaccines, we had faith in the vaccines. And and Kamala has going to be like, I was saying I wouldn't get it because you know Donald Trump was rushing it through, and then when people are experiencing all these health problems. And then they start pumping out these stories. They're going to be like, it's in you now. It's in you forever. And you're going to have to live this way with mm-hmm. doctors and medication. And it was Trump's fault. And, Don't vote for him.
0: And we need universal health care. Yeah, because they're going to paying out vaccine damages. Mm-hmm. They're going to print a bunch more money yep. destroy it a little and bit. And more. it's
3: not going to be enough to point out that most vaccines were uh, rolled out in 2021 after t- Trump left office. and it was on, Trump's plan. On Democrat yeah. mandates. Yeah. yeah. And, and what have and, they and, got and
2: Trump to do repeatedly? And, and Bill's well, the biggest, the biggest thing that's ever happened in the government. I did it. I did it. I did opposition war. The vaccines are great. They're great. Yeah. I did it. I did it. This is the best lose, thing I ever did.
1: He'll lose 2024 because they'll start. I'm not saying they're, oh, that's the, the it's vibe going. I was getting today. When they came out and they were critical of the pulling out the vaccine so quick, I was like, Oh, here it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we'll Trump's. see. We'll see. But here's the other thing. Chronic illness. These people are going to say we were injured by the government and the government is responsible and has to pay. And it was Trump's fault. So we need universal health care now to cover the cost of all of the 100, 200 million vaccine injured.
2: So your question then, because now we have this dialectical move in front of us. The question that you ask is how do you stop people, right? And so if we go back and we do accept this Luciferian claim, right, or just metaphorically or myth- mythologically that it's the deceiver, right? So that's, that's the idea is that the devil is the deceiver with a capital D. Have you ever, like, learned how a magic trick works? And then you're like, really disappointed because it's not cool anymore yep you show people the magic trick in advance and then when it comes they don't fall for the magic trick that's exactly like right now if this starts coming out very widely like what we just had this this dialogue this is actually how you diffuse their ability to pull the magic trick if you know how the magic trick works you're not like wow you're not the guy on the meme with the oh you know pointing over their face you're not that guy the second you see like the card trick work, you know, you folded it and you put it on the thing and you hold it down with your thumb and then you snap your fingers and you let out your thumb and it looks like it popped up. And you're like, oh, shit, you're just holding it with your thumb? That's pathetic, you know? There's a, You just flipped over the deck? Oh, lame. There's a one trick where
1: you'll see them on camera holding an apple and then they'll go and it floats and they'll go like this and then they'll grab the apple again and then pull it so you'll you, pick the apple up and then make it float it's really simple they stick a knife in the apple you pick it up bite the knife and then
0: oh and mm-hmm.
1: then you can go like this all around it and your your that fingers exploded. just go around the butter knife then you take it and pull it down again and people go
2: wow yeah there's this really cool one that i saw the youtube the other day and they showed how to do it and then i watched and i wish they didn't show it but uh they they have like a card or a pad or paper or whatever and a pen and it's like literally it'll be a playing card and then you'll you you have the sharpie you give me the sharpie and we draw x or whatever you know whatever you want to do but he takes the sharpie and he's like and it goes right through and then he's like sliding it back and forth through the inside of the card and takes it out and then he gives you the card and he gives you the the pen and you can go away. You see it, but what you actually do is you prepare ahead of time a fake card and you use trickery to switch yep. out the cards and it has a slit cut in the card yep. and then another card underneath it that's taped up so that uh it's like trap doors that yep. open up and it's so cool when you see it and then you're like I'll, uh, t- I'll teach you how to give. When
1: we wrap up, right?
0: Now. That's interesting. A- that so you we got, said we got you a- wished you didn't know how it had been done. Yeah, I the magic if, is gone. I wonder if subconsciously people resist understanding the dialectic because they wish they hadn't. I don't
2: know about that, but I will tell you: there's a magician named Daniel Roy who's uh, is Harry Potter basically, and you guys should all check him out. He's in New York. I've been just hooked on his YouTube videos. So um, there's props for him. But, uh, and he looks like Harry Potter. But he has this uh, the definition of magic, which is that there's a, an initial state and a final state with no causal link in between. And that the wonder happens because you don't have the causal link. No. You have to know the starting state. You have to know the finishing state. And then there was some trick where you don't know how that happened. And that wonder is what makes it magic, is what makes people want to come to it and, and experience it. And so when you learn the trick, you learn the causal, it's like, ah, oh, every time. All right, James. Thanks for hanging out, man. It's been a blast.
1: Yeah, 100%, man. And for everybody who is a member, you are helping this big push to to take back culture, and I really appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out, and we'll see you all next time.